Welcome to Word on the Cloud, where we talk about what was, what is, and what could be. My name's Aiko. I'm your host, as always. Hey. (laughs) I'm recording this a little early in my week. It's Monday, the 22nd, day after the last cast. I don't have much of an update so far. Hung out with some friends, usual. Made a nice stir-fry a couple nights ago. I have my first driving lesson. In a little over a year, I want to say tomorrow, so you will be hearing this podcast as long as I make it back from that. Kidding. Um, But let me know how your week's going because I'd love to hear about it. So, let's talk haters. I'll have random memories of those I Heart Hater shirts that you could typically find at a mall kiosk, at least in my experience, and that'll make me think of the time when having haters was more popular than it is now. There were the t-shirts, there were songs made about it, like Hi Hater by Mano, if you remember that. Of course, haters still exist, but it's funny to me that we even took it to the point of making t-shirts and songs about it, because all I can keep thinking is, why do we take joy in being hated? So much so that we embrace it in a way. In this episode, we're going to figure it out, or at least address it, and talk about how we can handle haters in a healthier way. I came across an article on Fearless Culture, written by Gustavo Rossetti. This was written in 2018. I like to mention dates because that lets us know how long, at least, someone's been concerned with this. And they wrote that not only has hating people become normal, but also socially acceptable. And I think that's part of the reason I find it silly, because we're making the fact that we're disliked an accomplishment and acceptable in that way. Even as I was trying to research for this topic, and I use the term research so loosely here, I didn't know where to start. I literally typed in Google, why do people love haters? And the results that came in were useful, and also not. Came up with reasons why people hate. Embrace the hate, six reasons to thank your haters was another article result. And even in the related searches, it included things like, why are haters a good thing? Why should you love your haters? You know, so the search was useful in the way that it appears that we've normalized it in a way that it's associated with positive. Words like love, good, appearing side by side with hate. There is a quote from Socrates that said from the deepest desires often come the deadliest hate. And in a way, in the age of now, we've made that idea into something a little twisted. As I was going through the articles, there is a lot that said that having haters signifies that you're doing something well and that they may be jealous, which ties into what Socrates was saying. You may have something that they want, and maybe they can't have it, and now there's this animosity towards you. I've had haters. I know, me. I'm teasing. You're probably listening and thinking, that's why. And yes, my sarcasm could easily be a reason, but in these cases, I could just be standing there, breathing at best, and there'd still be someone to dislike it. There is even a point in time when I try to use that as fuel, like the articles say to do, you know. I had a more recent hater, and I say recent, it's been a few years, but their dislike of me came from how their inner world was operating. A lot of hate stems from a place of envy and insecurity, and I don't mean that to feel like you should have a big head about it, but recognize that that's where it comes from, and those are miserable places to be. They would keep up with me online, and it even came to a point where they started copying things I would do, Of course, it made me uncomfortable, but I couldn't understand what was being seen. And it's funny, because the reality is 
that what fueled their fire is something that's been long forgotten. But they're keeping this personal narrative alive and using it to justify their hate, which is misplaced. I remember being curious as to if I was still on their radar, and I was. But when they were asked to basically explain why I was of concern, the response was that, wait for it, I was friendly. The hater said I was friendly, and that's my point, that I'm friendly. I'm kidding. <laughs> but my point is that their hatred was misplaced. So much so that someone being kind and being liked is seen as a threat. If they're feeling like they're not as liked or as kind, then instead of looking to be kinder or be more liked, there's now this animosity towards you because you possess those traits and have something they want. So it creates this strange desire but hate, like Socrates was saying. So, all this to say, over time, I just started to realize that I had a lot more going for me, but because I was distracted by the fact that one single person didn't like me, that I wasn't taking full advantage of where I was, which was in a much better place than the other. And that's not to put anyone down, but it's to say that people will bring you down to a level where they feel competent and confident, and sometimes that level is one that you've already surpassed. People will hate you for their own personal reasons, and those reasons don't need to make sense to you or others, because most of the time, they don't anyways. People can hate based on their own insecurities and limits. There's a lot of projection that comes with haters. It's very personal to them, so trying to work with it, you can only do so much. That person who kept up with me was working based on assumptions, assuming that I was a certain way, that my situation was a certain way, and because I wasn't, and it wasn't, it was difficult for them to make a real argument, and that didn't require any effort from me. I think we try a little hard to defend ourselves sometimes. Personally, I don't think that we should love haters, because when we play into that, we're only limiting ourselves. There's another quote from Epictetus, I want to say, Greek philosopher, that said, any person capable of angering you becomes your master. He can anger you only when you permit yourself to be disturbed by him. And it's important to recognize that these perceived threats to our ego, ourselves, are psychological. If I feed into an idea of me that someone else has created, well, I'm just a puppet in their show. We need to be aware of how to take the control back for ourselves so we can continue on with our lives instead of staying in a place that keeps us in place. So you already know I have some advice. So number one, don't take anything personal from someone who doesn't know you personally because they're just reaching and hoping whatever they say sticks. And most of the time, that's gonna be something they assume you would be insecure or hurt over. And you have to understand that that's not a reflection of you, a true one, because they don't know you like that. On the other hand, if they do know you personally and say something like that, that's gonna hurt. And I know it will, but this is true for both types, someone who doesn't know you and the person that knows you. They're trying to get some sort of emotional reaction out of you. And if you give it to them, you just play it in their hands. Instead, recognize their intention and choose to step away. Or if it's someone you care about and want to attempt to salvage the relationship, let them know that you would like to do that and work at it if you can. My second tip is don't compare. Their hate is stemming from a place of insecurity and how they compare to you. If you haven't done anything that would really warrant flames from the eyes, you know. Don't do the same thing back. Understand that their feelings and the way they're viewing you is coming from a place that is skewed. It's in all these assumptions and ideas that they have. And that can create a pretty interesting image of you because it's someone else's imagination. 
See it for what it is, and know that you have the power to be who you want to be. So continue to be kind and good. Continue to make things better, coming from a place of love instead of hate. Third tip, surround yourself with those who support you. I'm lucky to have a wonderful group of friends in real life, as well as online. And my online world consists of Instagram, and then all the platforms my podcast is on. But every time I log on, it's positive, and it's sweet. Everyone is just going about their lives, nothing too heavy. I love to see people out there accomplishing things, whether it's school-related, career, personal. And that's how it should be, us as people, being able to see ourselves as someone who contributes to the overall picture. And the least we can do is want to see ourselves and each other do better. I'm not saying you need to care to the point where it holds so much weight, but be able to be happy for others and want to love and support yourself in that same way. Tip number four, don't let someone else's problems become yours. Came across an article on Tiny Buddha, which is funny because I have big memories of being on their site years ago. And I came across an article written by Jenny Fernandez. So thank you for this further insight. I like what she wrote. That is, if you zero in on the negativity of these people, when they're in the throes of their negative spin, you'll be anchoring yourself to their personal baggage and participating in their internal struggle. And I agree. It was very easy for me to relate to her writing. That's exactly what we do when we give into this type of behavior. We're allowing someone else's fears, insecurities, to become our own because we allow them to make us question ourselves. When in reality, there's nothing to question in the first place. Like my earlier example, person who disliked me stated that I was friendly. Now am I gonna stop being friendly? Am I gonna allow myself to think that's wrong of me? No, gonna realize that you reap what you sow. And because I'm kind, I'm able to see the effects of that. And I rather enjoy the effects of being kind. I don't think anyone should ever regret being nice. But I let someone make me question that, when in reality, it's just someone upset because you're not this villain. Maybe they want to be viewed as kind and liked, but because it's you and not them, there's an issue. And if you feed into this, like we went over earlier, you're just going to be on equal playing grounds. That also means you may attract the same things that this person would. I'd realize when I would take on that kind of energy, that the people who I cared for and liked me, they didn't react positively. And that's because it's not something that aligns with my life and what I bring. So it could easily disrupt a decent day, decent life, if we take on that negative energy. And then with that, we can understand what their world may be like. My fifth and final tip is to forgive. What? Forgive these fools. Teasing. (laughs) But yeah, forgive, but don't excuse. Understand that their feelings towards you are really their feelings towards themselves. And what else is this going to come to in the end anyways? Is it just hate till the death? I can say with my quote, hater, I even hate the word hate, but you know, I can say that I could be upset and annoyed, and I was for a minute, but when it comes down to it, and with all the time that it's gone on, I'm over it. You know, I have what I could want. Great friends, sweet home, loving boyfriend, have this podcast that I hope helps, you know, And I have opportunities before me to keep making myself better. This person has their own life and things that hopefully bring them some joy. I can't say for certain based on what's been shown, but that also has nothing to do with me. 
And if the person you may be dealing with has no real weight in your life, let that go. The definition of forgive is interesting. Never looked into it really, I just assumed forgive meant we're cool. But forgive means to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. And honestly, forgiveness is more for you and your sake. Can't expect someone else to be sorry or to change, but you don't want to hold on to that energy longer than you have to. So recognize that this person will have to live with their mindset, and they're going to reap what they sow, and that doesn't have to be your tale to tell. I know it can easily bother us when someone doesn't like us, and that can affect our abilities and how we view ourselves. I made this podcast to basically say what you've heard a bunch of times, and that's haters gonna hate. But I wanted us to understand why they're gonna hate, and what you can do to rise above it. We can't live this life, the only one we know for sure, being limited by other people. We should want to grow, and do all we can to keep improving our lives and the lives of others, so they can keep the hate. We'll remain loving over here. But, as per usual, do with this information what you will. I do want to thank you for sharing your time and energy with me. And I'll talk to you again soon. Later.